What is up, all my Nexus family? It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimberly, and you are tuned in to another episode of the Nexus Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I want to talk about an interaction and encounter that I had at the park while I was playing with my daughter Coco and some other parents and kiddos who were at the park simultaneously while Coco and I were playing. And I want to share this story with you. It literally just happened to me today. And I thought it was so important that I came directly to the studio to record this. So kick back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Nexus Podcast, where we talk all about kids' brain development and why it's so important to address things early with kiddos. It is no secret here in the office that we love taking care of kids. We love taking care of pregnant mamas. We love taking care of everybody. And really, really kiddos stand out to me. It holds a special place in my heart because of where I came from when I was a teacher. Now, you probably heard me talk about this many times before, so I'm not going to share the whole story of it, but I just want to give you a little glimpse. Maybe you're new listening here. And I wanted to share a little bit of what I realized and why I transitioned out of being a high school English teacher and into becoming a chiropractor in the first place. And it comes down to this, is that I realized that success for every human being is a result of brain function. And the way that we teach or the way that we don't teach kids can have a direct impact on the way the brain develops on a certain set of skills that kiddos can develop along the way to allow them to be successful in life. And when I say success, I am not talking about getting good grades in school. That is a tiny, tiny sliver of what I'm talking about. When I talk about success, really the things that I care about are health, relationships, longevity, fitness, uh, mental capacity to make good decisions, not using drugs, not using alcohol excessively, things like that, like all the things that we would determine as quality of life indicators, we know that those things happen as a result of brain function and specifically the prefrontal cortex of the brain. So on this episode, what I really, really want to talk about is the fact that I believe that our kids are us in the future. Now, I really feel like we need to think about this And how critical of a concept this is to hear that our children are who we are right now, but in the future. And so what this means is that if we are chronically overeating or eating junk food or not exercising or we're already on medications or we're already in pain or we already have high blood pressure or high cholesterol or our hormones are out of whack or whatever other symptom or condition we may be possibly diagnosed with, like our kids are us right now, but in the future. And so this is critical because what we know right now is that 52% of children in the United States are already diagnosed with a chronic disease or illness. 52%, that's more than half. That means half of the kids growing up to become adults already have a chronic disease before they ever become adults. And the the havoc that this is gonna wreak on the healthcare system is massive because we don't really have a healthcare system because if we did, we would be addressing health, not addressing sickness. We have a sick care system. When you're sick, you go to the doctor. This is what we've been taught. When you're sick, when you have a symptom, when you have a fever, when you have a stuffy nose, when you have back pain, when you have toe pain, whatever it is, when you have these things, this is when you're supposed to go and see a doctor or do something about it. That is not healthcare. That is sick care. And I'm so passionate about this because I see this with kiddos time and time again. And it leads me into the story, this interaction that I have with this family today. And this is not a judgment. Like this is not me being an asshole or trying to be arrogant, but I believe it's so profound because it has the power to completely transform the world that we live in, the world that my daughter will grow up in, the world that your kids grow up in, the world that our grandkids will grow up in, the world that our great, great grandkids will grow up in to change the planet. We have to have different functioning human beings. And with 52% of our kids being diagnosed with chronic illness, 
This is an issue. And it's an issue that's going to continue unless we start to address health, true health. And this isn't even a chiropractic principle. This is literally about creating a more successful human being, a more conscious human being. And what it comes down to is this, is this interaction that I had at the park today. And I see this all the time. And again, this is not a judgment. This is not me trying to be rude or judge anyone. I know everybody has special circumstances, but this is what went down today at the park. I'm with Coco, my daughter, who is 15 months old. It is no secret that she has been adjusted under chiropractic care since she was 30 minutes old, like literally umbilical cord still attached to her belly button, placenta still attached to the umbilical cord, and she's getting her first chiropractic adjustment because my wife and I both understand how important brain development within the first breath of life is. And if there is any stress stuck on in the system, that is preventing the body from developing and expressing itself the way that it should. My daughter is not special. My wife and I are not special. The clients that we take care of in our office, yes, they are special because they're significant, amazing, powerful human beings, but they're not special in in the sense of the health and vitality that they express because we were all designed to do that. So when I sit on the swing with my daughter and there's a woman next to me and this little two and a half year old boy who literally has no language while my daughter Coco is pointing at the trees and saying trees and pointing at the cars and saying cars and pointing at the trucks and saying trucks and pointing at the sand and saying sand and seeing helicopters in the sky and being able to say the words helicopter at 15 months old. She understands all these things so deeply and it's not because she's special. It's because she has a clear, healthy, functioning nervous system because she's been taken care of under a healthcare model. In contrast to this is this two and a half year old boy who has no words, who can't regulate his emotions. And it's so frustrating to me to see because literally this little boy's grandmother is saying his parents are just hoping that he grows out of it, hoping that he grows out of it. And I couldn't help but share some stories of clients inside of our office who expressed these to me within the last week. And it's no coincidence that I heard these stories to understand how important it is that if we address brain development, if we look at neurological dysfunction as the first symptom of something bigger, we can start to address causes of issues and prevent things from happening like this with this two and a half year old. Now, I'm not saying that every two and a half year old should be having full on conversations. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I do know is that two and a half year old should be able to speak and express himself and kind of sort of be able to regulate their emotions because I see it with the kiddos that we take care of inside of our office. And this is the thing. Like literally this week, I had a mama with her almost two-year-old come to me and say, I can't believe it. Like the last two times you have adjusted my kid, they have said new words for the first time immediately after adjustments, like still in your office, kiddos saying the same word or new words for the first time ever that mom and dad had ever heard them. And it's no coincidence because as we wake up the brain with the chiropractic adjustment, the way that we turn off stress and allow the frontal cortex of the brain, the part of the brain that's responsible for success and responsible for language and be responsible for decision-making and responsible for control of emotions and all the things that make someone a successful human being, we activate it with every adjustment that we're doing. And so in this parent's case, in this family's case, they notice immediately their daughter having more language right after the adjustments, new words coming on. And so I'm looking at this kiddo at the park and I just can't believe, and I had to share with his grandma. I was like, listen, you know, I have clients who didn't have issues with their kiddo speaking. However, they've noticed huge leaps in language 
um, just in the, you know, a few adjustments. And so I share this with her and she's like, oh, you know, whatever, he's going to grow out of it. And this is what the pediatricians have told them. And it's not my place to judge. It just is to say is like, there's a different way because our kids are going to be us in the future. And like this kiddo with these seemingly insignificant, yes, he's going to grow out of them language delays. How much more delayed is he going to be in life? How much less life expression is he having as a result of a poorly functioning brain, which could all be eradicated if we would address the neurology, if we would look at this lack of language development this early as a symptom, and that there's something deeper neurologically that needs to be addressed. And again, the point of this is not to judge this family, but it's just to share these principles with you because I think they're so profound and so powerful. And so the question then becomes is like, how could this happen? How could a 15 month old girl be speaking like very, very intelligently and a two and a half year old not. And it literally all comes down to stress within the nervous system. Stress stuck on shuts off the part of the brain that is responsible for language, responsible for posture, responsible for success. And this is what I saw when I was teaching. And I started asking the question, what if these kids who were struggling with school because they didn't have the skills necessary, could start getting chiropractic care. Because what we know is that content does not matter. No matter how much we teach letters and numbers and the alphabet and words, like none of that stuff matters. Content doesn't matter. What matters is a set of skills that arise directly from the prefrontal cortex of the brain, which is shut off by stress hormones. So when I see kiddos, I see this all the time, is that C-sections, or sometimes vaccinations, or sometimes mom being under stress when she was pregnant, like we're talking about prenatal care, all of those stresses affect the brain negatively. And the only way to turn off that stress cycle is through chiropractic adjustments. Sure, meditation works. Sure, therapy works. Sure, massage can work. But none of those address the brain and movement of the joints of the spine. And where it really gets interesting is what we know about kiddos is that kiddos need three to four hours of rough and tumble play per day to stimulate and activate the right side of their brain. Think about how profound this is. Three to four hours of rough and tumble play. Yet here we are as a society, put your kid in front of the toys, put your kid in front of the iPad, put your kid in front of the cell phone. And like Heather and I are guilty of it too. It's so difficult to get Coco outside and moving and running around and jumping and rolling and falling and tripping and all these things for three to four hours a day. But it's interesting because that three to four hours of rough and tumble play per day actually stimulates the right side of the brain. The right side of the brain in kids up until about the age of six or seven develops first. That right side of the brain and the way that it develops in these kiddos directly influences blood flow to the left side of the brain. The left side of the brain is the anxious side of the brain. And so when we have these conversations, literally what I see, and I see it all the time, including this family that I'm talking about at the park, is that this kiddo likely hasn't had the rough and tumble play. He probably hasn't had great nutrition. He definitely hasn't had chiropractic care because mom thought or his grandmother thought I was crazy when I was telling her about this and some of the results we have inside of our office with kiddos who have no issues in the first place. And yet here she was skeptical because joints of this kiddo's spine were not moving well, triggering a stress response within his system, preventing from the part of the brain responsible for his language to work properly in the first place. This is such a powerful concept. 
that same stress response stuck on in the system when we get back to talking about this quote or this statistic of 52% of our children having chronic disease and illness. Part of the reason for that is because of the stress response. The physiology of the stress response increases heart rate, increases blood pressure, increases cholesterol levels, decreases digestion, increases the body's protein and connective tissue breakdown. It also increases pain. It increases fear, anxiety, depression. And so when we see kiddos with issues, those issues are symptoms of neurological dysfunction, of stress. Like 99% of the time, the issues arise from stress. And until we address the brain, until we address brain function, until we address right side of the brain versus left side of the brain, we will completely miss the boat by addressing symptoms instead of addressing a cause. And I think this is so profound. So my question for you is this. If our kiddos are us in the future, who will your kids turn out to be right now today? Such a powerful question. Our kids are us in the future. And unless we start to address ourselves from a healthcare perspective and address our kids from a healthcare perspective, instead of a reactive sick care approach, we will never get the results that we are looking for inside of our lives or the lives of our children. And nothing frustrates me more than seeing parents run around in circles with every provider ever, and then they show up in my office as a last resort and expect me to fix them in two visits. And I have to have the conversation and tell parents, listen, I cannot fix your child. Your child can only fix themselves. And the only way that they can fix themselves is with a healthy, functioning nervous system. It is the only way that healing happens. The body cannot use energy towards healing and towards stress at the same time. So my question for you is this. If our kiddos are us in the future, then who will your kiddos turn out to be? And that's all I have for you on this episode, my friends. I love and appreciate every single one of you. If you got some value out of this episode, please share it up with somebody who needs to hear it. This is how we change lives of more people in this beautiful place that we get to live. And I am all about creating a new world healthier, uplifting, more conscious, more aware, thriving society, because that is what it is all about. And that is what we are dedicated to here in our office. I love and appreciate every single one of you. We'll come at you again next week. Hope you have an amazing week this week. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Nexus podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.